Engage 2022 is SDI's first hybrid annual conference. This means it can be experienced in person in Santa Fe, as well as digitally through live apps and recordings. Engage 2022 is about deep listening and the lasting change it can create. It is about engaging with our shadow to find light, and it is about bridge building in the service of love fostering engagement. Keynote presenters include Dr. Cornell West, Valerie Kaur, Father Greg Boyle, and more. Register now for SDI's 2022 annual conference at sdicompanions.org. Welcome to this episode of SDI Encounters, a podcast on spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. I'm Matt Whitney. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our work and the work of spiritual direction and spiritual companionship on our website, sdicompanions.org. This episode is part of a series in which we are in conversation with the authors, artists, and poets who contribute to Presence Journal, our flagship publication on spiritual direction and companionship. Published both in print and on our website, in March, June, September, and December, Presence Journal represents the latest thinking, reflection, and commentary on the modalities of spiritual direction and companionship, exploring and cultivating the practices of deep listening and spiritual presence across all faith traditions and orientations. The video for this conversation is available to SDI members on our website as part of the online web version of Presence Journal. It is available to read on our website, sdicompanions.org. Presence Journal is a resource for SDI members. SDI membership supports our work in advocacy for spiritual direction and spiritual companionship, which also includes deep discounts on all our educational offerings and a custom public profile on our Find a Spiritual Director or Companion Guide. Learn more about SDI membership and become a member today at sdicompanions.org. Uh, Sierra, thank you for, for agreeing to do this with us today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Matt. Of course. Um, so uh, how would you describe your main motivation for uh, writing this article for present? Mm. Yeah, well... Maybe if I start by saying a little bit about my motivation for writing in general. Um, I remember back when I was uh, in, I think, fourth or fifth grade, um, my elementary school teacher for that class gave me and all the other students a big sheet of poster board and some painting supplies and said, paint a picture of yourself but paint it of yourself in the future and show something that shows what you expect or hope to be doing with your life when you're an adult. And so I painted a picture of myself holding this big yellow pencil that I expected I would be writing all of my best-selling novels with. Um, as a child in the 80s, I imagined writing books with a pencil rather than <laughs> typing them on a, on a computer. Um, but I, I really enjoyed writing when I was young, and I felt like that was something I wanted to do more of. Uh, flash forward to when I was in, or shortly after I graduated from college, 
I started working as an editor at a Quaker publishing company. And I ended up working there as an editor for seven years. I got to edit lots of other people's writing. Uh, and then I also spent a couple of years teaching college writing classes, uh, kind of a basic level writing class at a local university. Um, so I got to help lots of people with their writing, but felt like my own dream of writing on my own was something I kind of relegated to kind of a luxury status for when I had everything else on my to-do list crossed off, then I might be able to do my own writing. But that's something that I have felt stirred to kind of think twice about, because I feel like writing is something uh, maybe somewhat of a calling for me. And so I've, I've been trying to do more writing. Um, I've also wrestled along the way with using my voice, doubting whether I have anything new to say. Uh, but both of those are areas where I felt challenged to grow because when I write, I feel like um, there's a lot of joy for me in the process. I believe it's something that I'm called to do. And so I've started thinking about what are the unique insights and experiences I have that I can share with other people uh, that can actually enrich their lives. And so I started thinking about the uh, SDI community and how some of the things uh, that I have been teaching at a local university and through a nonprofit organization might enrich the lives of the SDI community as well. And so I sort of felt like, well, this is a way I can do that, pushing myself to do more of my own writing uh, and hopefully enrich other people along the way. So that was kind of what got me to sit down and uh, work on putting together this article. Yeah, well, it's wonderful. Thank you. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it does come through just your hearts for teaching mm. and having read your article, mm. you know, some of the, uh, you know, just what it's like to offer new ideas and concepts to students and yeah. To, yeah. See them, uh, to see them be challenged by it, but, but to ultimately grow uh, through, yeah. through that teaching work. Um, did you experience any particular difficulty or challenge in writing this article? Um, you know, I think just as with writing anything, sometimes I felt like it was flowing along really smoothly and easily. And sometimes I felt kind of bogged down and the words weren't coming. The ideas weren't coming together quite the way I had wanted them to. And then not knowing for sure whether this article would have an audience reading it, I thought, oh, should I, should I press on? Should I keep going? Should I plow through the rough spaces or should I put it on pause or give it up? Um, so just kind of that normal writing challenge, writer's block, I guess you could say. Um, and then I find more personally, sometimes when I'm writing, I feel kind of this, um, kind of this allure of this is a chance for me to sort of validate my own thinking, my own ideas, uh, which is something I don't like. It's something I, I don't want to see writing as a platform for validating that I have uh, worthwhile ideas, but I want to be thinking of how can I take what I've been given and turn it uh, toward other people in a way that serves them. So I found myself doing some editing, kind of thinking, you know, this was an interesting piece that I included, but 
maybe that was me just kind of trying to seek approval and seek people's applause more than this was me trying to um, actually offer something helpful. So I tried to just constantly put myself in the reader's shoes and think, what are they, what are they hungry for that I might be able to provide? Yes. So I think, yeah. I, I mean, thank you for, for sharing that. Sure. That's <laughs> a real humility in you, mm. but also a real desire to, to share what has been given. Right. Yeah, that yeah. is definitely my desire. I think, yeah. you know, some days I do it better than others, but that's always my desire. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. That's great. Sierra Neiman Westbrook is director of Eden Spiritual Care, a nonprofit organization that seeks to make Christ-centered spiritual growth opportunities widely accessible. Sierra is also an adjunct professor of spiritual formation at George Fox University's Portland Seminary in Oregon. Learn more about Sierra's work at edenspiritualcare.org. Did you know that you can advertise on this podcast? It's true. SDI Advertising is open to anybody. For as little as $99, you can promote your spiritual direction practice, your new book, your upcoming course, or whatever you have to thousands of SDI podcast listeners. Your purchase of an ad also helps support this podcast and our advocacy work around spiritual direction and spiritual companionship. Learn more and purchase an ad today on our store, sdicompanions.org. Just go to the shop link and select advertising. Hmm. What is something that you've learned uh, in regards to writing this article, in regards to your own work as a spiritual companion? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think what you're talking about is kind of like how the writing process informs or can tell me something about my work as a spiritual companion is that right yeah okay yeah so i think um i find some similarity in that both involve for me uh listening for the spirit's guidance um so when i am hosting a session with my directees i am seeking divine guidance about what to say and what not to say, how to say it, how to listen well, um, how, how do I say something in a way that honors my directee, but also challenges them. And I feel like those are things I try to do in my writing process as well. How can I write in a way that honors my audience, but also challenges them? Um, what should I be saying here? And where, what should I uh, not say? What should I kind of leave for uh, the reader to discern on their own, uh, which to me feels like a spiritual process of just how am I being stirred to step forward and hold back and add something and um, me listening for the spirit along the way. Um, and another piece that I was thinking of is whenever I write 
uh, I give any piece that I'm thinking about publishing to my husband for him to look over and kind of be my initial reader to give me some feedback. And he does a good job of giving general impressions and offering some editing. Uh, and he always comes back with some suggestions about how I could express myself more clearly, which also reminds me that in the listening process, sometimes we try to express something and it doesn't come across the way we intend. And it can be really helpful to have someone echoing back or mirroring back. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm observing so that we can think more deeply about our words and the meaning behind them. Um, so I feel like that's kind of a cool similarity between my process in writing and having someone receive what I've written and also the process of spiritual companionship. Ooh, that's beautiful. I hope that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It does. And you okay. offer a lot of really wonderful practical wisdom for just how to approach writing for presence journal. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I, I can envision this already being really helpful for people um, mm -hmm. who are prospective article writers. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I would, I would love for that to be helpful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, so for your article in particular, which yeah. you you write a lot about teaching deep listening skills to your students and yeah. helping them understand that they don't need to, to fix problems or, or, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or uh, even like noticing the, the desire to want to fix problems. And yes, um, what would you say? I mean, that was a big takeaway for me, but mm -hmm. what is the biggest takeaway for that you hope for readers having, having read this article? Yeah. Um, well, I think what you've said is one of the takeaways that I hope people get from the article is just being able to listen well to someone without feeling this sense that they're responsible to jump in and fix or solve or even help in some way. Um, but also just having an increased appreciation for the value of sharing personal stories in safe community uh, and also in welcoming silence. And I don't think that either of those uh, takeaways will be really revolutionary for this community. I think uh, we, we understand the value of sharing stories and safe community and welcoming silence. Uh, but I wonder whether there are many of us, and I, I think I see myself here, is that I work hard to create spaces for other people to share their stories and for other people to welcome silence. And I kind of host that silence for other people to uh, explore their own thoughts, to pray, to meditate. Uh, but I wonder if I could do a better job of it in my own life. And I wonder if some members of the SDI community could also pay more attention to um, seeking that silence, welcoming, seeking out those places to share our own stories. Um, and one of the, one of the things I share in this article is, um, this phrase names life has given us. Um, and I hope that maybe after reading the article, some people will reflect on that. What are the names that life has given me? And maybe take some intentional time to sit in silence with that and to sit with whatever pain or shame or questions it stirs up and 
bring that to the divine to say, you know, this is a name life has given me. Um, here, here's what it stirs up for me. And what, what do you, God, what do you divine uh, want to say to me about that? So just creating some of that intentionality in our own lives that we might so easily create for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The, the topic of names is really, uh, I, I resonated with it. I also mm. didn't like my middle name growing up. Oh, and really? It was just Patrick, which is like a okay. perfectly normal name, but yeah. for some reason I just was like, I didn't like sharing it. I'm shy. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel better about it now? I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of what I was, Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. There was something else I wanted to ask you about sure. in, in regards to the article. And you you quoted Diane Millis's book. In yeah. Her question, you know, her response questions, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I wondered, I appreciated, uh, I noticed. Yes. That's, yes. That's right. And you also, and you offered some responses that like, maybe we should keep in check. And one of them was, I know what you mean. Oh, uh-huh, I, just, uh-huh. I wanted to personally ask you about that one because uh, I don't think I need, when I think of it, like saying that to somebody, like, yeah, you know, somebody sharing something, some suffering or some grief or something, mm-hmm. say, I know what you mean, like has a good intention in there and Definitely. Yeah. So do you have any, what do you, what do you think about that, that phrase? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's not like it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's not always inappropriate to to say that because I mean, when we feel like we know what someone means that can definitely, um, you know, show that we have some empathy for their situation but I have also been in places where someone has said to me, I know what you mean, or that's happened to me too. I have that same experience. And I felt like there's no way you've had the exact same experience uh, or that you, you completely know what I mean. And if you're, um, if you're basing your response just on your own memory of a situation like mine, you might be kind of missing the mark because... Uh, our experiences are probably different in some way. And um, so it's, I mean, it's not so much that the phrase, I know what you mean, is a bad phrase in my mind, but just that when we are trying to really create a silence that welcomes what someone is saying and honors their experience, sometimes saying something like, I know what you mean, can kind of say your experience and mine are exactly the same. And so I've stopped listening to you and I'm now reviewing my own memory of that situation myself. Um, that's kind of how it, how it strikes me. But I, yeah. I know that, I mean, especially in casual conversation, I say, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not something I've just totally taken out of my uh, way of talking. But uh, when I'm trying to really listen well, I try to hold myself back from uh, saying that, I guess. Yeah, no, that's very insightful and helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just hadn't, I hadn't considered how much that saying that, as, as, even though it's meant as a sort of empathy or sharing, yes. is, uh, it redirects to 
to me, right? Yeah, in yeah. My own right. And of course, I like how you put that, it redirects to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like you said, it's uh, our experiences are never the same. Like, whatever it is yeah. that you are going through cannot possibly be the same thing. That, yeah. So that's, that's really helpful. Thank you. Mm, sure, sure. Thanks for asking about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sierra, is there, is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Um, just that I feel really privileged to have had this opportunity to write for presence and to talk with you today, Matt. And um, I, I love, I love teaching my class spiritual formation through story that I refer to in the article. And I um, would love to be able to welcome the SDI community into that class. But without that opportunity, I feel like this is kind of a way for me to share some of the things that I present in that class with this community in hopes that uh, even though you can't come to my class, you can be enriched by it that way. And um, maybe I'll even have a chance to meet some people. I have the opportunity to teach a workshop at the Engage conference in 2022. It's not this same topic. It's not the spiritual formation through story, but I will be teaching a workshop there and I would love to be able to connect with more people uh, out there. Great. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, I will look yeah. forward to seeing you in yeah. Santa Fe and, yes. uh, for our conference. And yeah, you really do give us a, a really lovely glimpse into mm. your life as a teacher mm. on spirituality and spiritual direction. Mm. And I mean, that's one of the joys of Presence Journal is, yeah. is learning how how members, how, how people are doing this work in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that and for absolutely. sharing your practice with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking and giving me the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help us share and spread the word about the life-giving practice of spiritual companionship, you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast through your favorite app, you could give us a like or even write us a review. Thank you for listening. This is Matt Whitney with Spiritual Directors International. Thanks again for listening. Your time and your presence here are deeply appreciated. If you liked this show and would like us to continue making them, please do subscribe now while it's fresh on your mind. Also, we would love to hear from you, so please feel free to send in your comments and suggestions to the email address podcast at sdiworld.org. SDI is the home of spiritual companionship. Learn more about us and our work on our website, sdicompanions.org.